So my topic today is trusting God even in difficult times. We are living in interesting times. Things have changed so much. Every day we tend to expect things to get better. Unfortunately, we cannot predict life. It might be smooth one day and very, very bad another day. But we mostly trust God and want to trust him more. We all have times when things are good. And we also trust God when things are difficult or hard times. Yesterday I had visitors in my house. And they had a conversation with my pastor or my husband. And they were talking and talking and talking and I'm busy in the kitchen making my chapati. And they started talking about my sermon and I was like, God, can you just put a zip into their mouths? And I tried to interact, but it couldn't work. So I just trusted God. I wasn't in a difficult time. I felt it was a confirmation. God's unchanging character can give us a firm foundation when things feel unsteady and uncertain. I didn't plan for these people to talk about my sermon. There is a season in life when things can be so smooth to you, yeah? You're in the church, the church is so good. You're, you just love the fellowship. Even when the pastor is preaching, there's a wonderful lady coming around and passing the lollies to you. How awesome is that? Everybody's greeting you with a lot of smile. Look, things are so good. You go to the streaming the comments are awesome. Our sister Leila and Ron, oh, wow. They put all the comments there. Good on you. And all the friends in Africa, they are watching to support their own. That's great. And you feel things are good. Look into your family. The children are just amazing. Your husband is so lovely. He's already bought you a present. Things are extremely good. The business is bringing good profit. So life is so smooth on you. Go to the farm. Everything is working out well. A lot of lambs coming. The rains. Everything sounds to be good. I mean, everything is just okay. But all of a sudden, things take another turn. And you didn't plan for them to take another turn. They just decided to do that. They didn't even notify you. And they become horrible. Children become so bad to you. Your wife becomes another person to you. Your husband doesn't even want to talk to you. Your children just want to answer you in other ways. Things are not so good. You come to church... And the pastor is preaching that message that is really cutting on you. And you just think, oh no, everywhere I go, things are not working. Do you still trust God when things are like that? We need to trust God. How do you trust God? When you do not understand what is happening. When you can't see a resolution. Today, God wants us to 
navigate such questions in life. But my question to you is this. What does it mean to trust God? It is to believe in the reliability, truth, ability, and strength of something. We trust God by believing his word, relying on him, his ability, and his strength. I've discovered that there are three things. I know there might be many, but I'm going to tell you three things that God cannot do. Wow. There is the boat. God cannot lie. We read that in Titus 1, 2. The second one, God cannot change. And the third one, God cannot let you into heaven unless you are born again. How many of us want to go to heaven? (coughs) How many of us are ready to die today? How many of us don't want to go to heaven? How many of us don't want to go to hell? (laughs) Hebrews 6.18 assures that God always keeps his promises and he loves you and me and has has good in store for you. He has a good plan for you. Trusting in God means believing what he says about himself about the world and about you is always true. Trusting God is more than a feeling. It is a choice to have faith in what he says. Even when your feelings or circumstances would have you believe something is different. Your feelings and circumstances matter and are very much worth paying attention to. God takes care of both. Because those things alone are not reliable enough to base your life on. They can change at any moment, even in an instant. God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. Trust God in everything. Trusting God is not about ignoring your feelings or reality. It's not pretending that everything is okay when it is not. It is a living life of a belief and in obedience to God when things are difficult. So, how do we trust God? What does it mean to trust God in your day-to-day life? When you trust someone, you feel comfortable and honest with them about anything. You become so open to that person. God is much more reliable and even more trustworthy friend. When things feel difficult, he doesn't ask you to keep those things to yourself. He speaks to us through his word. And he says in 1 Peter 5, 7, 
cast your anxiety to him because he cares for you. Psalms 56, 8 says, You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in our bottle. You have recorded each one of them in your book. Now, because God loves you, you can show your trust in him by talking about all your feelings and circumstances with him. The good and hard through prayer. Do not let your emotions rule your life. Bring them to God so he can help address them. He is not disappointed or frustrated with your struggles or pains or doubts. He cares about you and you can trust him. When you trust, you go to God and his word when life is hard and even when life is okay. You act on obedience by doing what God says in his word and trust that he will ultimately take care of the rest. In trust, you don't look for security in other things. You look to God to hold you securely in difficult times. Let's read about uh, the book of Matthew 26, 38 to 39. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, May this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. Here we, we see Jesus felt overwhelmed but by what was just before him. He went straight to his father. He cares for your hearts. He pays attention. How comforting it is to know that God of the universe is also a Paying attention to you, knowing that God is for you and He will strengthen you. And your trust in Him during trust, uh, those hard times and unpredictable times is always there. So today I would like us to know about seven ways to trust God in our day to day life. The first one is seek the truth in the scripture, confess and believe, share your concern with your community. I would like to ask, what is number four, Dennis? Number four? Yes. Remember God and spend time with him. Wow. Remember God and spend time with him. Excellent. And what is number five, Hank? Look for things to be grateful for. Thank you so much. Number six, Shirley. Walk in the Holy Spirit. Walk in the Holy Spirit. Number seven, Patricia. Wait on the Lord. Wow. Now everyone is awake. <laughs> so we are going to look at this in details. Seek the truth in Scripture. If I may ask, what is scripture? The word. Is it the word that is here or in a storybook? 
Here. <laughs> there are times that things are too high. And the only place we want to go is where we can find peace and trust ourselves that we will be in safe hands. Scripture is God's word and it is the Bible. It's the place where God has prepared to us to go, for us to go to when things are tough in our ways. The Bible is always there and it never changes. It shows us in which way God responded to some people during difficult time in the past and reminds us that God is trustworthy in whatever circumstance. The Bible frees us from the expectations of earning our salvation and unrealistic scenarios. And we read this in John 8.32. So we need strong foundation in the scripture to stand on, especially when we feel uncertain. The Bible is God's unfailing and changing word. You can cling on it when life turns to be hard and tough and also when life is good. We all know God's phone number. Call unto me and I will hear, I will answer. He's always there, 24-7. Yes, Pastor Stewart. Jeremiah 333, God's phone number. Hey. Call unto me I'll answer. <laughs> There you go. I didn't plan to, de- to do that and it wasn't in my notes. Thanks so much, Pastor, for helping me. I hope you give me a tick on that. <laughs> so, number two. Confess and believe. <clears throat> Be honest. Allow God to remind you who he is and what he promises. And then be honest with him. You can tell God how you feel and in what areas of your life you are struggling to trust him. Acknowledge that his character is good and trustworthy. You can agree with him that all he says is true. You can also tell him when it's difficult for you to believe. So my sister Jennifer, you might feel it is too tough for you, but God is saying, trust on me. And I will show you the way. In Mark 9.24, it says, Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. We see a man brought his son to Jesus for healing from being possessed by a demon. He asked Jesus to heal him. And this was his reply. He believed but it was a difficult thing for him to believe. So he asked for help. We all know the truth, but at times it becomes hard to believe when life takes another different turn. I understand we are all human. We are able to confess to God when our feelings and beliefs are not lining with this truth. We can as well Ask God to help us believe what, what he says is true. So, this helps you and me to accept that God is bigger than you could ever understand. Confession makes 
you to humble yourself and allows you to grow in trust. He hears your requests and answers them. He wants to help you grow in your faith. Number three, share your concerns with your community. Before I continue, I would like to know, did we have our Vision Sunday? Have we had our Vision Sunday? What's the vision for this year, Peter Lawrence? <laughs> Who can remember? Community? Something to do with community? Connecting community. Hey, Annie? Oh. Hey, hey. Wow. Hey. Have you connected with anyone this week? Fivefold ministry. Have you connected with anyone this week? Who did you connect with? <laughs> oh, I saw you on Facebook, Pastor. You did a good job. Well done, folks. <laughs> That's great. So, when facing hard times, remember you are not alone. The Lord is walking with you every step of the way. Paul was a follower of Christ and he encouraged his fellow believers. We read that in Philemon 1.6 where it says, I pray that your partnership with us in faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Paul reminded his friend that partnership is important and helps us to have a greater understanding of God and his plan. I want you to listen. When struggling, share those concerns with another follower of Christ. Not anyone, but someone you trust. Someone you know has a relationship with God and understands God's word. I'm giving you a caution. Do not share it with everyone. Choose those who will come to your side. Someone who will encourage you. Not someone who will put you down. Someone who will even refer God's character who has gone through that from the Bible and make you feel comfortable and even pray with you, support you, give you the right counsel. They can remind you of the truth when you are struggling. So community reminds you that you are never alone in hard times. They are always there to hold you. And this year being our year of connecting with community, the first community we need to connect is the friends that we have in the church. Let us be there for one another, support one another, encourage one another, build one another, support that person. Make everyone feel what Shirley said. I kind of wanted to tell Shirley, stop there. Okay, number four. Remember God and spend time with him. God is bigger than your circumstances. Hard times may feel like they will last forever. 
but they are temporary. They don't stay for, forever. God is always present in good times and in bad times as well. He's always faithful. He wants you to go to him with your circumstance. He wants you to come to him and have a relationship with him. He can shape your view of your circumstance. Spend regular time with God. Establishing a consistent time with the Lord when times feels good will help you to continue to go to him and even when things feel rough. If you have not started, it's never too late to start. Read his word. Spend a time in prayer, acknowledging who God is in your life. Meet with other believers and set your eyes on things that are bigger than your circumstances. Serve those who are around you. These simple practices will help you to see God outside of difficult things, which will establish trust in your heart. And he will move in your circumstances. I've realized when I feel so sick and I'm all by myself, I'm just becoming more sick. But the moment I see sisters coming to pray for me and they share, and they start sharing the word of God, and then we read the word of God, by the time they go, I feel like I'm already healed and I'm healed. Because they have come to support me. That's the community, and they've made me now to feel that I am worthy, then I read the word of God and I understand, wow, I'm getting healed. Number five, look for things to be grateful for. God's grace is in all things. And you are waking up on a sunny day like today, beautiful day. I love this. And also in cloudy days or in winter, which I don't like. God is God. <laughs> he is in all of it. When it is dry and when it is raining, he's still God. In hard times, in good times, he's still God. In the face of those moments that things are tough, God shares his will for you and how you should respond to him. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God calls you to give thanks. He is always working in your life and in the world. In the moment when everything appears to be falling apart, it can be hard to see how the good father is at work. But no, his mercy is consistent. He's always there with you. Giving thanks fights the lie that everything is horrible. Even in tragic circumstances, there will be light and grace. God is present in making himself known. You need only to look. Trust grows as you look for God's presence in what feels dark and heavy. God never leaves. He will never forsake you. Number six, walk in the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit lives in anyone who trusts in Jesus wholly. He is consistent helper, pointing you to Jesus. How many of us have Holy Spirit? How many of us have the Holy Spirit? Amen. Do you have the Holy Spirit with us? Yes. Oh, wow, you are good. Jesus told his disciples that he was going to be killed. He knew the disciples would be scared and worried because they are going to be left alone. But he chose to tell them anyway so that he can give them some comfort. He promised them that they will not be alone. The Holy Spirit will be sent by the Father, God, and will teach them all the things and remind them everything that he had said to them. We read this in John 14, 26. The Holy Spirit comforts and reminds you of the truth. It will also lead you in obedience and bring direction to you. It's common during difficult times. It feels helpless and worry about the future. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in this situation, it eases us. And it is the struggles by guiding us to act always in obedience. Most times the Holy Spirit does not give us the big picture, but shows us the next step. It's always good to walk closely with the Holy Spirit. And it will not only give us direction, but also remind us that we are not alone. God is with us in the difficulty, and he is making a way for us. Number seven. What does it say, Gary, pastor? Wait on the Lord. Awesome. I just had to call your name because I don't want you to critique me. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will lead you <laughs> to what you should do. Sometimes what you need to do is wait. Faithfully continue to seek the Lord, but wait on his timing. Wait on him on, to act on your behalf. Wait on him to do what you cannot do by yourself. In the Old Testament, we, re, we read that the Israelites thought that God had turned away from them. But God responded and reminded them that he does not sleep or take a break. He always sees them and is always working for good. Isaiah 40, 31. They who, wait up, they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Not sure. There used to be a song, but unfortunately you can't understand the language. But we used to sing it when we were uh, in high school. Those who wait upon the Lord. It's just that verse in my vernacular language. Makamba, turn and thou turn 
I just used to love that song. And every time we were singing that song, you find yourself just crying. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. And it's, I think it's a song that most people who are not yet married, they love singing it. Those who wait upon the Lord, they just want to wait upon the Lord to get the best. Those who are looking for jobs, they love that song because they are waiting upon the Lord to give them the best. God will help you endure all the circumstances you are going through. There is a reminder that you are not in control. God is bigger than your circumstance. And he will sustain you and grow your faith as you keep on waiting. God never neglects your life. He might seem to be silent. Remember his promises that he is always hearing your prayers and responding. Psalm 34:17 says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all, not half, all their troubles. So, as I come to conclude, I would like to say this. There are times we pray and feel that God has not answered our prayers or solved the problem we have. It is true that life is difficult and unpredictable. unpredictable. Most times we see the difficult time takes, taking longer than we hoped for and bring us to the end of our strength. We need to wait, trust, and remember that God loves us Trust him to sustain you and provide for you and be with you in your tough moment. Jesus guaranteed his, his disciples that they would face hard times in John 16:33. But he promised that he would always be with them. Matthew 28:20. 20. God is trustworthy. He does not ask you to trust him blindly. He wants you to learn to trust him as you get to know him. You can get to know God through your personal time with him and reading his word. In Romans, we see the early follower of Jesus, Paul, write about the present life. He reminds them that this life will have hardship and that our bodies will fail, but God is still working for your good. My last verse will be Romans 8:28. And we know that in all things God works for good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. In times of doubt remember his promise. Remember who he is and who he has always been even in doubt and uncertainty if you keep going to him he will continually show himself to be trustworthy. So, my brother, my sister, let us have our trust in God in all situations. God bless you.
G'day folks, this is Pastor Stuart from Wattle City Church in uh, Victoria, Australia. We pray you've really been blessed as you listen to the message today. And if you want to check out more sermons or messages from uh, WCC, just jump onto Spotify or Anchor or a whole bunch of podcast platforms and search for Wattle City Church. And um, yeah, more blessings to come. Good on you, folks. Have a great day. Keep praising the Lord. Amen.